Today we have a movie review and analysis. This is the first one for the Chef Maurice. Remember, we paid this motherfucker a hundred million for four years exclusivity contract. So yeah, he's gonna he's gonna see some movies too. He's gonna review you, shit. <laughs> you, can, again, you can see you can see that the check went through or the the, the Venmo went through because because you got a, a new hat. We have a new we have a new hat. Is that new for real? It is new. I just it, got it. You, did you get it online buying? Unfortunately, yes. Because that's not your style. You like to buy no, it in the stadium. I like to go to the stadium, but this one's in the other side of the right, That's for the Washington? Washington? Washington Nationals. Is that Washington Capital or Washington State? Capital. Okay. And that those little flowers is because that's like now their their additional team or their you know like all the teams now in the baseball league are getting this like extra team right and they so they bring something from the city and Washington D.C. is known for the cherry blossoms all right. so I guess it's a play on the cherry blossom I think well, that... it was very very cute no I think it's very cute, cute. It's, it's a pink because the light it is, is making it look a bit white I mean I'll probably fix it. I mean, not me, the editor. <laughs> the editor. But uh, um, it is pink. Yes. Yeah, they'll color grade it. I mean, they know how what, how to do the things. Yeah. Um. All right. So this is your first movie review and I'm analysis. Nervous. I'm nervous. Uh, I might say be, the wrong thing. You should be nervous because, like, like all the viewers and and the hearers, to the hearers, not the listeners, the hearers, <laughs> the hearers, they know that if any of you leave a negative comment about Chef Maurice, he's fucking out. I've said it. Because I will not fail the people that follow this podcast. The Broski yeah. Doodles podcast is a fucking strict place of work. We have many editors, many publishing people going out there and doing their fucking job. <laughs> their fucking job. So any negative comment. I mean, right now, by just saying all those words, YouTube is not going to show this to anyone. So if you're watching this, it's because you love this thing. Chef Marcy is like, really? So how is this going to grow? <laughs> it ain't, motherfucker. <laughs> it, it ain't. No, but the movie reviews are always fun. And I'm happy to, to have uh, Chef Maurice uh, join the team now because I have him doing the movie reviews on my own for a minute. And, and, um, and sometimes it's lonely. Sometimes <laughs> you get lonely out there. And when you start getting lonely, you start thinking about like negative shit. Right? When you got too much time to think... You start thinking about dark shit, and then you start realizing, like, oh, wait, everybody dies, and then it's like, what? <laughs> what? My dog just died. Every oh, that ha Well, but if you're not lonely, then you don't think about those things. Right, right, right. You got contact with <laughs> psychiatrist. Okay, so we're going to review Air. 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 Uh, I saw, I rewatched like re it last night so that I could be fresh because I had seen it a, a few weeks back. And uh, Ben Affleck fucking produced this shit, directed it. And I gotta say, I'm not a fan. Of the movie or Ben Affleck? Of Ben. I'm not a fan either. But I don't, I don't like him. There have been a couple of good movies that he has made. Gone Girl, one of my favorites. From him. The, the girl in that movie is amazing. Because she's... Uh... No, I mean as an actress. Oh, as an actress. Okay. You, okay. you, you, you fucking mis misogynist <laughs> piece of shit. You're objectivizing uh, women. I don't even think that's a word. Uh, Argo, 
Also a good movie. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I'm not going to say I don't like some of his movies, but, you know, like, for example, Good Will Hunting, the one that he did with Matt Damon and he wrote it, that movie is, is shit. It's, it's all about, like, oh, yeah, I'm smart, I'm hot, I beat up people, and I fuck ladies. Yeah, you did shit, motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. That so part, real life. That's not real life. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Matt Damon, I'm, I'm really... I'm really cool with. We go out and play golf. No, I really like his stuff. <laughs> who do you, who do you like better? I mean, well, I, I like you said, Matt Damon I a Matt lot Damon. better. Yeah. Do you like Do you like him because of the Bourne movies? The Bourne no, actually, I've never movies? seen any Bourne movies. Mm. So actually, those movies is for for me to watch. No, I like him just. Well, he's in he's in Air. I mean, the, the bad thing about Matt Damon is you're gonna find him in a lot of movies with Ben Affleck, which I don't want to see, right? Because they're friends. Yeah, because they're friends and they make everything together. But Matt Damon <laughs> on The Departed. Was amazing. Best, best fucking movie ever. That's one of the best movies. One of my favorites. The Departed, amazing. So, air. Let's get to it. <laughs> air. <laughs> Talk so much shit. So this talks about the yeah the the route that it took for Nike to get together with Michael Jordan and how important that union was for both of their successes and careers and. And really, it puts it in perspective because for us, even though Nike has grown, I was recently showing you like a, a video with Drake, like Nike's on another level now. But even 20 years ago, you and me thought of Nike like as a big household brand. And you don't really think about how they were before. And when, and when you see this movie, you really see how they were the underdog. And I mean, obviously the movie makes it look more, uh, you know, a, a little more brighter than it was, I would assume, you know, they, it's, it's a movie. But it's still like a, like a very crazy miracle type shit that happened there in that mixture. So what are your initial thoughts uh, on this one? I like how they call it the Nike movie. I think it's a little bit more than the Nike movie, right? It's it's not about Nike per se. It's how Nike became or did the first step to become what it is today. I think without Jordan, Nike is not what it is today. And without Nike, Jordan is not what it is today. I think Jordan would have became a big player still, but I think Nike helped them become something bigger than life. I mean, you would say that they not only on the business side, of course, I you think would, you would say like even in this in like in his performance in the core. Well, the shoes made him run and jump higher, right? That's what the movie said. No, it has to be true. Says. Well, they, they did say that the, the shoes were going to make him jump higher or run faster, which I mean, you know they're trying to sell their product, so it, and and how they portray the the Adidas, Converse, and Nike, like how all these other players, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, were in these big companies, and if Michael were there or were to go there, he was just going to be, you know, the second. He was always going to be overlooked because right. Magic and Larry or Larry Bird were bigger than Michael at the time. And I think that partnership was perfect, the Nike and Michael Jordan, because yeah. he was the, the, the staple of that brand for so long. He had his own shoes. So it's his own brand today. Yeah. I mean, the Jordan, Air Jordan. Right? Yeah. 
I don't know if they're still within Nike type thing, like pyramid style stuff. I mean, he still gets a chunk of that, but a big ass chunk. <laughs> and I mean, and and this movie is just the beginning of that. We're not even talking about what happens after, which right. is all the Jordan shoes and that movement today, which I'm not part of. I've never owned a pair of Jordans, not because I don't like them. It's just the what we said thing being expensive for me, expensive. and I've never mm -hmm. and I never had that thing you know about them but my cousins and shit you know they're always like oh i got the 17s oh i got the jordan retros you know this shit so that's cool you know but one thing i noticed that i really liked about the cinematography of the movie is that when it starts you you can feel the the 80s vibe right um and that's you know ben affleck directing it so i gotta give him props i actually did like this movie i didn't like his character in the movie i found them like not even believable because at times he, he he would be like an asshole but almost like like a dumbass like like a, huh? like, like he looked at the end when like the whole thing he was deciding if he goes or if he does and he's like all right i'll do it's like mm, it, it it didn't land well on me and i didn't believe his character it, it almost felt like he was he, it almost felt like he knew he was trolling the character mm. and mm. that threw me off but anyway i mean it didn't mess up like the the vibe of the movie um it, it is crazy to think that that um you know that that company was able to do what it did but one thing that i did notice that that i thought of when it happened is the first fight they have matt damon and ben affleck is about the fact that, that he needs more money right to to get better players and this guy's telling him, look, I, I need to justify this to the board, right? And he's like, fuck, I told you not to go public because now you have to, you know, serve these motherfuckers and, and they have now a say in what you, in what you do. And to me, I felt that because I'm like, damn, that is true. That's like what happened with Apple. And, and you could argue also that on the other side, if you didn't have the investment of those people and, and, you know, they did take control of the company a bit, you wouldn't have been able to grow as much. Who knows? But it is also true that, you know, Steve Jobs, Phil Knight, they got to where they were by having a company that they were able to themselves do whatever they wanted and take risks without having to fucking get shit approved. And I know that bureaucracy that's annoying as fuck about like a corporate um, environment, you know? So that first fight lets you know, look, this motherfucker, uh, Matt Damon, he's playing the old rules. Like, bro, I come here, I do what the fuck I do. You're asking me, you need to tell the board, what is it that I do? I do what I do, motherfucker. You know what it is? And I like that too. I like mm -hmm. that little feeling of like, look, trust me, I get results and that's it. Don't fucking mm -hmm. micromanage me. Don't, don't, I don't need to send you reports and bullshit. Um, and, I, and you right away feel like Phil Knight is a piece of shit, right? You don't sympathize <laughs> with him because he's the motherfucker that doesn't want to give the money to do the thing. Well, but you understand. It's, it's part of, I guess, it's part of going public. And now he has to answer to people which he didn't have to do before. So, uh, yes, I, I like that part, too. How, um, you know, Matt Damon is just telling him, you know, if we want to get better, if we want to be bigger, we need to get more money so we can sign this motherfucker. Yeah. Now, it's also true that when you watch it, you're like, yeah, dude, give him the money. It's Michael Jordan. <laughs> but but they don't know that yet. Right, 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 right. right. But we know that. But it's hard to not to get that influence, you know, 
because you, you start feeling like, yeah, of course, why you why you're not trusting it? But in their mind, it's like this guy could be the many players that we've gotten that right. never got anywhere. Because it's it's funny because they mention other players from that same draft that Michael Jordan, and not a lot of, a lot of those players panned out. They didn't become the stars that yeah, isn't that they crazy? Thought. And it's crazy how uh, Matt Damon's character, which was um, Vaccaro, Vaccaro. I don't. I don't when I, I do these remember. reviews, I, al I always go by the name of the actor. I just... <laughs> um, he he, it felt like he scouted Michael Jordan for a while, so he knew, and and how he was watching the videos of him at college, and how he, just right away he's like, this guy's a superstar, you know, he's he's ambitious, he's a very good competitor, which you know, it's hard because how many players historically have been very high draft picks, very good rated. And then once they go into the league, any league or any sport, they just don't pan out. Yeah. So, and, and, and like that we, was, I can relate this a lot to football more, but it happens that when a big player, right? Like what? Soccer. Yeah. Soccer. Like mm -hmm. a big, like when a big player, like for example, back in the day, Neymar, Neymar, <laughs> when he went from like the, his, the Brazilian league league, right? Where he was killing it. They, I think, did they buy him straight to Barcelona? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, they bought him straight to Barcelona. You still got to see, like, okay, how is he going to perform in the highest level? And and as much as you want to think this motherfucker dances with everybody in the Brazilian league, you still don't know. It's and it's the same with Jordan, right? Yeah. But this guy saw the right things because he was like, look, when your teammates rely on you when there's the last second because they know you're the guy that has the most security you're confident you're chilling you're relaxed you're the one that's not gonna break when you go to the big leagues and now you have to face the monsters that are there but it's hard to get that magic thing it reminds me of moneyball when brad pitt Great we have movie. to remove it we have to review that movie when Brad Pitt says to the to the scouts, the old scouts, he tells them, look, you guys say to the parents of the kids, oh, I know your kid has this, I know your kid has that, but you don't know shit. Because <laughs> we don't know. It's all it's all a fugazi. Yeah. And it's the same thing here, but in a way that there is this magic thing, and this guy was able to see it. And well, they won big. One of uh And they got the, the equity, which was the the the, the thing yeah. that they couldn't, you know do but they did they were like look he wants i remember one one of the players that they mentioned was uh melvin turpin that nike wanted to sign this like three players at a lower cost instead of the five hundred thousand for one player they wanted to sign you know three players melvin turpin i had never heard of this name before i knew he was the player he only played Five seasons in the NBA, not panning out to anything. He was very below average. Can you imagine if Nike would have done? They wouldn't that? exist, right? They even mentioned that you know, if this doesn't happen, the basketball section of Nike is just going to have. Well, I mean, to... they, they they wouldn't exist as they do today, right? They would still have right, running right. shoes, which is what or they maybe were they big on. Maybe 
20 years later, that they would have not even exist anymore. I think I do think that Jordan just brought Nike to another level. Now, you know, now Nike has soccer jerseys. They have the whole NFL jerseys. So every every NFL, the football league, the American football, all their jerseys are Nike. Same with baseball. All their jerseys are sponsored by Nike. Mm. Um, that, that, I, I find that to be a little bit like American. It's very American where like the whole league has a brand because in football or soccer, they, yeah. each team has its own sponsors. And I think it give, gives it a little bit more of a, it's less uniform. Right. <laughs> you know, um, I don't, that's not redundant, but just ironic <laughs> because that's, uh, they are wearing that's, uniforms. I do think it's very American okay. because all the leagues have their own brand like in baseball yeah. everybody has new era caps right and apparently and then, they, they they rejected a celebration with a big ass hat because it's not new era yo that's fucked up i must start buying only 47 hats which i like even i like it anyways better no i like 47 are you more new era i am okay yeah. i'm more 47 it's okay that's cool though you have your choice you have your choice. body your choice okay I have a question for you because obviously we want to get into the, the, the film parts because we want to give a review and analysis of the film as well, not just the story that happened. What do you think about the, the, the director's choice, right? Ben Affleck. To not show Michael Jordan's face. I thought it was inter interesting. I, pick, I, I thought it was interesting because the movie was not about Michael Jordan. The movie was not about Michael. The movie was about Nike and how they got Michael. So I thought it was interesting and I liked it. Because imagine if they would have put some guy to do as Michael and then he needed to act and then Michael wasn't going to prove it because the, the, real, the real Michael Jordan wasn't going to prove it because or he was just going to ask for too much money, right? I, I think he still got money out of this because they're using his name his brand but I, I do like that they didn't show his face I have and reservations. they focus more in, on his family i have reservations and i understand that that this allowed the movie to not be focused on michael jordan because the movie wasn't about michael jordan itself and i understand that people would have been too distracted by whoever played michael jordan and the rest of the movie would have been weird I guess maybe, and I understand what you said about like maybe Michael Jordan would have charged more if you're gonna use like, but for some reason, some scenes felt strange because the camera wouldn't even point at his face and he would just say answers like, oh yeah, okay, okay, yeah. It's like, that's not how it happened. I mean, that guy must have had like some conversations and I think that I understand it would have been harder because you would have needed to get someone to nail that character. Like it, it needed to be, Fucking amazing. I get that. But I just think it would have given it an extra thing. You, didn't you feel when you were watching the movie that at one point you're like, oh, I'm going to see Michael Jordan speak? And you didn't. Never. Right. And the, as, as soon as the movie ended, that's the first thing I said. I'm like, I didn't see Michael at all. But that made me, I don't know. It made me, because I know his, his story. 
I know his mom, like, we're not friends, we're not homies, <laughs> but you know, I've read about him and how his dad passed away, but he was a big influence in his life. And his mom is like a big uh, supporting system in his life. So I, I like how they focus more on his parents. Maybe for Michael, it's good because maybe when he watched the movie, he, you know, he teared up probably because brought back memories. But I like that part, how the mom was uh, in charge of Michael's basically decisions since he was 18 or, or you know, still a young age. And and I, I really died. I I liked it. As soon as the movie ended, I was like, OK, I didn't see him. Why was that? But well, you I understood that. I the, OK, did I thought about it with that decision. I did. I did. I huh. liked it. I thought it was. Okay. And, and like I said before, I, I this movie is not about Michael, but it's about how their the partnership came about. And I think mm, it was great. Okay. It was great. I mean, I have a little great. bit of a feeling that instead of going deep into things, they left only a little bit out. And I can understand from your side why you think that's fine. I will say that even I mean, though I like the movie, I, I do think part of me feels like maybe in a parallel world, I would like to see that movie with that extra character added in because... You know why? Also, because we don't really have a movie about Michael Jackson. Michael Jordan. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we do have Close a movie about Michael Jackson. We have a documentary <laughs> where he talks about the kids and stuff. Hey, 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 hey. No, but yeah, Michael Jordan, we don't really have a movie about him. Or maybe he's working on one and that's why he didn't want to show his face. We, maybe. We do have a movie about him. If you want to know anything about Michael, you can just watch Space Jam. <laughs> that's real. Um, okay, let me move on to the, well, not to the next thing. The mom, Viola Davis. Amazing. I, I love that actress. I love her. She's, she's always, she's she always kills it. She's always great. I love her. And that's the type of mom you'd want to have. I mean, I'm, I, ha I love the mom I have, you know, but that's, that's the mom you want to have <laughs> too. Like that's the type of mom that anyone would want to have. That's like, she's going to fight for your shit, like to the top, you know, so. We're going to ask a producer to put the Michael Jordan's face, the meme, the one that he's crying here, so you can see. So I saw the, 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 that meme came about because he was crying when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame and he was talking about his mom. So he cried and he basically said, you're the real MVP oh. without having to say that. And that's so, when he started crying live yeah, in what, an interview. Well, he was accepting like the honor to get into the Hall of Fame, so he was giving a speech in front of other people, and, and then his he mom. Just, and his mom was there. His dad has had died a bunch of right. years earlier, so. Um, but yeah, he the meme came about because he was talking about his mom, and he wasn't talking about Viola Davis, which right. made a very good uh, impersonation of her mom or his mom. But great actress, I love her. Yeah. She's great. Matt Damon, great. Um, um, the 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 guy, you know who I liked a lot, and I always like him. Jason that Bateman. Guy? Bateman. Yeah. I love that guy. Dude, he's so funny. Like even when he's not being funny to me, he's funny. Like when he would go into the office, it, it is true though. Like he did seem sometimes feel like a like an irony movie or like a like mm. a, what, what what do they call that when it's um 
when something is uh, satire type shit. Mm -hmm. Like he will come in and he's like, "All right, so what's up? No, I'm not going to accept that. No, no. It, it was just like a, <laughs> it was funny, man. Jason Bateman. He's like, "No, nah, no, nah, that's not gonna happen. No, nah, no. Nah. Okay, how are we gonna do this? We can't do this now. We're not gonna be able to." And with his hair like just flowing, uh, but he's always great. He is great. I love him. Um, he did. He was what? He was the, the, the director of the Nike basketball side. I, I don't remember uh, what was his, his. Yeah, he was he was like a decision maker type shit. One of the guys and, that. And he still like threw a little funny lines and, and he was he's great. great. He's I, I great. love You know Bateman. who else I was so happy to see? Who? You know? Chris? Chris Tucker. Oh Chris my Tucker. God. Bro, Chris Tucker. And he was like cool as hell too. He was like, man, he was the I only love brother in there. What? He was the only brother in there. In in Nike. <laughs> Apparently, it was because he was the only black person other right. than <laughs> right. But, but damn, he was so good, man. And I wish he would just he would have kept making movies. I don't know what you know. I don't know what about what happened in his life, but man, he's so he's one of my like the funniest people. Isn't he I've, doing a? A Rush Hour movie now? I'm not sure. They Jackie did Chan? three of them. I, th I thought I heard that they were going to make a new Rush Hour mm. with him and Jackie Chan. Man, I remember, Chow. bro, when I, that first one is so funny, bro. Rush Hour 4. Oh, they're it's making coming. it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Man, that's so good. But um, I'm a, I mean, this, this, what we're talking about is it's not about Rush Hour, yeah, but I don't so think sorry. it'll be as, as, funny or out there as a first Yeah, three. but the, the thing is you can't, you know, like on the first one, I mean, just to tell you how a different time it was and how crazy this movie is, on the first one, Jackie Chan says the N-word, like straight up, no love. So that's like, that's, that's that, that movie, well, that movie was just in a different time um, and, and the chemistry between them two. Uh, but yeah, let's get back to the Air movie. Chris Tucker, amazing. I think everybody did a great job. Even Marlon Wayans. Oh, Marlon Wayans. I he he has a very small part, but I think he was like, for a second, I'm like, who's that motherfucker? And then I'm like, it's Marlon Wayans. And he's funny. I've seen him live. Very good. Very You've good. You've seen him stand up? Yeah. Him and I his really brother. like his stand up. Yeah. He's so, yo, he's so funny. And then I remember also like in the how in the um, uh, the first scary movie I think scary movie yeah scary movie when he's like he was smoking weed <laughs> yeah no, <What> the hell? <laughs> he's so funny man yeah he had a great character here he he was more like uh, like a more serious one you could really feel, I mean he's a great actor and so many good actors and like good chemistry in this movie in in that sense yeah. yeah. The uh, well, at the end of the movie, they said that if it was because of let's say Marlon Wayans' character in real life, that Michael ended up kind of taking the decision to go to Nike because he, he, um, it was who's Marlon Wayans, Marlon Wayans' character, which was I can't like remember. The, his he's name. like, it was the Olympics coach or some shit, yeah, yeah. Um, just give me a quick second, George Rev Revelin, Revelin.
Chris Tucker in a barrel. Chris Tucker, man. Killing it. Uh, but yeah, Marlon Wayne's character is the one that like makes them decide to go with Nike. He was a, a coach uh, for the Olympic, uh, U.S. Olympic team. And he was also a coach in, in like high school and college. Okay, so. so let me ask you this. Don't you think that in the movie, it would have been nice to know what Michael was thinking when these decisions were being made? Because I know you say, okay, no, he wasn't in the thing. But it's like that whole thing didn't happen without him talking about it. Right. And you want right. to know what was the process that he went through from saying, I'll never wear Nikes, because he was this kid that was like, man, Nikes, Nike, you know Fight what it was that. for him? Nike was like sketchers to us when we were kids. Damn. Is, yeah, is that, yeah, you're is right. that a right, right way of putting it? I think so. If, if your mom bought you sketchers, bro, mm. you were fucked. You would have I mean, been like, now, Michael, I'm not going to wear that shit. Now I could wear Skechers, right? And go to a, a grill or New Balances because, you know, we're fathers. I mean, I'm not a father yet, but I, I have that look, right? But back in the day, having Skechers. So for Michael, having Nike was like, ah, oh, no, Adidas. This was hot. Right, right. So I would want to know, because they don't show that, how the fuck he changed his mind. Like, what do you say? Like, you know what, mom? This shit is going to get me to the next level. Or his mom telling him. And I feel like that was a flaw in the movie. I'm not going to, I'm not going well, to take that back. Maybe, maybe the mom took the decision. Maybe you know when they talked uh, towards the end of the movie, how she's like, "Well, we want a percentage." That ha that can't be coming from Michael. And you also, know? I want a percentage. They never even spoke about the number. They just said, "Oh, okay, no, she wants a percentage." You need to talk about what's the number. That's like the most well, important part. Now we know that it's a lot. <laughs> now we know that it's a lot. So, do they, do, I mean, do, they, do they, they don't mention it in the, the money, in the movie. No, no, no. They don't mention it. But nowadays. Now, now they, do, they don't do it purposely, right? So they don't, we don't know how much it's taking. But to me, the way the movie is, as of now, makes it look like Michael didn't have any fucking say in this. And if that's the case, if you tell me, no, that's really what happened. This motherfucker didn't say shit about it. Everything, his mom did everything. Okay, then I say, you know what? You did a biopic that's accurate to the fucking, you know, centimeter. But if you tell me, no, bro, if Michael, if Michael calls me tomorrow, he comes to Madrid. He's like, hey, bro, what's good? Where can we eat some good croquetas and tortilla española? <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm like, yo, bro, quick question. Back in the day when you joined mm. Nike, did you like, did your mom decide everything or did you were like, oh, wait, no, I kind of like this now. Oh, no, wait. Oh, they're going to give me this. Oh, and I can make my own name and I can put my own shoes and we can make a line. Fuck. That's actually what kind of, man, that's what I've been wanting, bro. I wanted to do the Jordan retros and Jordan 17s. I wouldn't want to see that. Mm. So now am, am I turning you around now? <laughs> or you still think that the movie is fine like that? Maybe there's a second part. There too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that maybe it's worth if you if you made it like that, it's worth like I think we're missing a Michael Jordan movie. Mm. We don't have a Michael Jordan movie. Well, we have the the documentary that came out in Yeah, but I don't think the the dance. The last, last dance, dance. Which is I amazing. Great. One of the best document sports documentaries I've ever One seen. Of the best. Because it, it really goes in depth. And he's a very private person. So for him to open up and actually sit down and do this documentary was a big deal. And I think that it came out at the perfect moment 
during the pandemic where there was no sports going on and everybody focused all their attention into that. That's why the ratings were so high and, and the, the documentaries were doing so great. It's, I think it's still on Netflix, at least in the US. Um, so it's a Netflix slash ESPN documentary about Michael. And, but I think that shows more of, his, of the player side. It's not and it personal. also shows more of like the Bulls and the championship. The Bulls, and then the the uh, when they won the the golden medal for the Barcelona Olympics and and the dream team, and it, it's more of the player side that rather than the you know personal. But again, yeah. if you want to see a very personal Michael Jordan movie, Space Jam, he's <laughs> okay. he's very good friends with um, Bugs, Bugs, Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Did you see the second one? I did with LeBron. With LeBron was it good? No. Okay. They wanted to do Michael and Michael's Michael, LeBron's yeah. LeBron. When I heard that the bunny character wasn't gonna have tits, I was just like, all right, and and no ass. I was just like, all right, get your movie and fucking return it. I don't want it. I have to stop. I I can't say it. I I want to say it, but I have. I have no, this. Uh, it's okay. I mean, if you me. have things inside you that are stopping you, then you got to follow that. That's your instinct. <laughs> <laughs> no, but going back to the movie. Um, yeah, but the only, my problem, again, that big flaw, which is Michael's not shown. That's my big flaw. And then the other thing is Ben Affleck's character to me sometimes is like not real. Uh, it's too like, it's like this guy's telling him about like the money he needs and then he goes into like a quote about some shit. And I can understand if maybe he was like that, like fucking he would go into some like LSD type shit where he would talk about, <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the Buddhas will come and the answers will follow. <laughs> But to me, a lot of the movie, he almost feels like he's not even a real character. And that's one thing that bothers me. Um, I don't have that problem with any other character there. And maybe he it could be my bias. But... I don't think so because I am giving him props for the movie in general. I think he directed a, a good movie. I liked it. I liked the the takes that he had on the on the office there of Oregon, seeing the the trees, like the cinematography, very you know, very much looked like the like the eighties. And he did a lot in putting a lot of shots of things of the day. For example, like a convenience store showing the the chocolate bars and the magazines that would be there at that time like all those props like really were well made like all that thing you really felt in the 80s the music the 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 gadgets that existed then i think it was really well made in that sense they were dressed the part i mean but i just didn't like that part of him that he just didn't seem believable and almost seemed like a troll of his own character well i think um i do think Listen, I, I've never seen anything about Phil Knight. I know he has a book. Uh, he he has made a, a bunch of interviews. So, but I've never seen a real long interview about Phil Knight. I'm I'm pretty sure there is. But Phil Knight is well the owner of Nike, of course. But he has that West Coast, Viva la Vida kind of fuck everything. There's a bunch of pictures of, of Phil Knight like in his desk with no shoes, just how they portrayed him in the movie. And maybe he, you know, maybe Ben Affleck was going a little bit above, but I think there has to be some some real shit. Like maybe he did talk like that. Maybe he was very bohemian, if you think, if you will. Um, 
you know, it's like very, I think it's, I think they got the West Coast part of it correct. Now, I don't know if, if he got the character correct, but I think it was, I liked it. Okay. I didn't think it was the best. I liked it. I laughed. I think it was a satire, kind of like making fun of him, but at the same time, being real about him mm-hmm. a little bit. So I wasn't mad about it. Well, I'm not I, bothered. I do think it's, I do think it's, it was a little bit overacted. If you okay. I mean, I'm not bothered because it's cool if we have, you know, different perspectives and, and it's actually better. It makes it for a more interesting podcast. Um, yeah, uh, those were the only things. Everything else I really liked. Matt Damon is always funny. I like the fact that he's like in that movie. He's a little chunky. He's a little fat. So it kind of makes me feel like okay. I mean, I kind of, I'm kind of there. <laughs> I can do it too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I really like his character. You can really feel his his realness, which again I didn't feel with Ben Affleck. But anyways, um, I wanted to mention, man, some of the jokes here were amazing. When he's calling Michael's agent, right, who's like this piece of shit guy, you can like tell. He's like, hey, bro. So he, he no, he's gonna go with Adidas. Adidas, Adolf is in the name. <laughs> He's like, no, he's Addy. He's like, this guy was part of like the, the, the Nazi youth group. <laughs> I didn't know they were going to go that hard. Like, it makes me feel that that movie has some sponsorship with Nike to try to fuck Adidas. Because, I mean, mm. that rivalry is still going today. I mean, even though Nike, yeah. would you say Nike topped them? I mean, even though Adidas is also high. Like, wasn't Kanye with them? Yeah, yeah. I Which is ironic because Kanye I don't... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's bigger. I think, I think nowadays Nike is way bigger than Adidas, but Adidas is still big, and you recognize Adidas anywhere, and you also recognize Nike anywhere. So I think they're both yeah. the high level. I think I have a monster in my door. That's why would, you're hearing. Would you hearing would that. you say Adidas and Nike are the top two? Or would you say it's broken so. down more? I mean, obviously, there's a lot more brands today. But would you say they're still like they're they're the top two? Because Converse, I wouldn't put them up there, right? Actually, Converse, well, Converse was is, bought, but was bought by part of Adidas. Nike now. Or yeah. it's Nike. Nike, yeah, um, Nike instead of Nike. Um, is it what's Nike? the other one? Or Adidas? No, son Adidas or Nike? Um, I'm saying it's a Nike or Nike. I think it's Nike. Okay, because I always say Nike. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. Okay. They even mention it in the movie. Oh, they about the the about the how the to say Nike. Yeah, pronunciation of of, of the brand. Um, the, I don't know what's next. I don't know what's after Adidas and Nike. I think it's Puma, maybe. Yeah. Uh, those are the three biggest brands right now, I think. And I think what makes it bigger, believe it or not, I think is soccer too. You know, soccer is a sport that's played everywhere in the world, unlike maybe basketball, football, or baseball. So having the soccer brand on Adidas or Nike, I think it's it's going to make your brand show more. Same with Puma. And then there's lesser brands like, I don't know, Atletica. Remember when Venezuela nah, had the I remember that, but like Under Armour, which is, which Under, is growing a lot. It's growing. No, but I think you know what with 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 football or soccer, um, the the cool thing about it is that because it's not the format like in America where the whole league needs to wear one brand, 
brands have a lot more chance to be shown because they can sponsor different teams which have different economic situations, you know. And I think that's, that gives a better, to me, it's better. Uh, but, I, I mean, it also gives a, a different visual, right? When you look at a baseball game, even though they have different uniforms, they all look like they're part of something that's the same. When you look at a football, like if you look at a Champions League game from like a team in Italy and, a, you know, like, for example, the final, right, it's going to be Manchester City, AC Milan, Italy and England. Inter they, Milan. Sorry, yeah, Inter Milan. The <laughs> the blue one, right? The blue, one. <laughs> the blue and black, yes, yes. The blue and black. They play in the same stadium, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> same city, same stadium, That's same colors. That's the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, like, you see those uniforms, and it's like literally like, it's like two tribes going at each other. Like, they're very different. And, and if I, you go like to like Turkish league teams or South American <laughs> teams, it's a lot more colorful too. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think that's that's great. I imagine just seeing, like, for example, the New York Yankees with Nike, and then I don't know the Boston Red Sox with Adidas, and then having different brands. I think I think be, that would be that cool. would be cool. Different kind of jerseys, maybe. But I think Americans are more traditionalistic. Yeah. So th if you see like a lot of their uniforms don't change, like. The Yankee, you know, New York Yankee pinstripe is one of the most famous uniforms yeah. ever. Now I do gotta say, even though I like it, the the the, the soccer form, like I, I I guess I wouldn't really want it to change because I also like the way that like a baseball in in the United States looks, and and it's also cool to see the contrast. And then you see a baseball game in the Caribbean, and it's a whole <laughs> different thing, you know, you know, you're the doing cocaine in the bleachers. <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, is, you know, we support. The good thing about, or the bad, I mean, it depends on how you see it, right? Uh, soccer jerseys, uh, soccer jerseys change every year. You know, uh, Barcelona is going to have a new jersey. Real Madrid is going to have a new jersey every single year. And that makes people want to buy it. Mm. That's what selling more jerseys. I, I, I mean, I would have to see the numbers, which I, us I usually don't. So I just throw numbers around. Right. But I, I think baseball jerseys sell a lot too, even though they're the same jersey basically every Yeah, year. it's a different feeling. It's a different thing. Uh, and it's also different people with different sort of cultures. Um, but yeah, I mean, one thing we do at the end of the review and analysis, we give a bro Broski Doodles Rector Scale score. So one to okay. 10, we give the movie a score. Mm. Now... At the beginning, it might be scary to you because you're like, wait, what's my baseline, right? right, right. It was my baseline. If I give this thing too much of a high and then later I get one that's even better, but it's okay. If, you know, you little by little, you will get regulated, but don't fuck it up. People don't are watching, they're leaving comments. I'll go first okay. if you want so that you can get at least a baseline of me. But again, okay. you know, you're still liable for your own decisions. <laughs> the, the score that I give it, Taking into account everything I've said about Ben Affleck, I've been saying it like. <laughs> but the, uh -huh. one thing though, Ben Affleck is not the main character. No, no, he's not. Okay, just so people, we're talking a lot about him, but he's not the main character. No, no, people that are watching this should have watched the movie. If you didn't, should've. then then this is like a total spoiler. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, the people that have been watching this for a while know that these reviews you gotta watch them after you watch the movie. 
But there are some crazy fucks that take LSD and just listen to the podcast so that they don't have to watch the movie. And it's kind of like a, like a two-in-one. <laughs> but again, those are okay. for crazy, crazy fucks that take LSD, which I'm cool with. You know, they're, they're, they're friends. You know, they cut the grass in the, in the community. All right. Not because they're Mexican or anything. In Madrid, everyone cuts the grass. I'm going deeper. Okay, so I will give this movie a 6.5. Oh, shit. Okay. And, and just so you know, that's not bad. Okay. Like, okay. like, like, imagine the best movie you've fucking seen in your life, right? That's the thing. Okay. So, so don't now, go too crazy. Don't get okay. excited. I know you dig my heart right now, but don't go crazy. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be honest. My my rating was higher. I I'm not gonna lie. I I was thinking eight, but once you put it as think about your best or the best movie in that you've ever seen, that's it, right. This is definitely not the best movie I've ever seen. And yeah, I think you're right. It doesn't deserve the eight. And I think the six, 6.5 is where I'm going to stand. Don't feel tempted to follow, I, 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 to follow what I say, right? Because no, people also but, want you to have your own personality, right? Right. You're, you're right. You're right. So this is my first one. I'm, I'm still getting my feet wet. Um, <laughs> am I going to be being too hostile here? <laughs> I... I Again, I wanted to say eight because I thought it was a great movie. But once you said, think about every single movie that you ever watch, it's just up there. Maybe not. Would I watch it again? Probably yes. So okay. I w let's stick with 6.5. Okay. I don't want to go too high now because I'm scared. No, it's cool. In the future, we'll leave it at 6.5. What we do is we add the scores and then we divide okay. them so that we can get an average. So in this case, 6.5, 6.5, the average is 6.5. But if we would have gotten like 6.5 and A, we'd, you know, yeah, people yeah, know about yeah. the math. <laughs> people that listen to this know simple math, which is cool, you know, because it's, it's part of what you kind of need. So, okay, a 6.5 for this movie, I don't think it's unfair, okay? Keep in mind, we are professional reviewers and we are going to be hard on these movies. So, I mean, that's just, that's just how the game goes. Um, thanks again, Brosquidoodle, for, for tuning in. Uh, I really want to know your comments about Chef Maurice. Like I said, you st he's still at the mercy of your comments. So you have the power to end a man's career right now, and <laughs> and I dare you because Fuck. I know that I know that he will succeed because people people already love Chef Maurice. Um. So yeah, thanks for joining. Nice hat. The Broski Doodles. We out. Peace.